Welcome to the Starship Enterprise for the Inner Universe. My name is Patrice, and I'm an artist and designer forever studying the most elusive superpower we humans have, our creativity. My goal is to help myself and other curious souls travel beyond constant optimization and dig up our creative potential. What happens when we collectively venture into our inner worlds? When we master our minds beyond the pop culture to-do list for positive thinking and embrace the depth of who we are. Come with me to find out. Hello everyone, welcome back. And I hope everybody is noticing and appreciating the seasonal changes that are happening inside and outside. So I just love this season. It's cozy. I like soup. I like fluffy sweaters. What can I say? So may the autumn and winter vibes be blessing you with their beauty wherever you are. Unless, of course, you're in the southern hemisphere, which in that case, happy springtime. But just to point out another thing about seasons and seasonality, as you can probably tell, this podcast has slowed down in terms of frequency. And I just wanted to share how I'm going with the seasonality of that. Because part of returning to nature is reconnecting and accepting the cycles of life. And so when things naturally want to slow down, we are invited to just go with it and notice how that all feels. The earth doesn't churn out flowers all year. Or, I mean, you could argue that it does, but usually they have very different purposes and colors, beauty associated with them. But generally, if you're staying in one place, the earth doesn't churn out flowers all year in the same place. Um, but anyway, just wanted to share that in case any of you are used to being hard on yourself and need a reminder that it's okay to slow down. And the reason I'm actually needing to slow down these last few months is because I'm personally absorbing a lot. My body and mind are processing a lot of information and I'm moving a lot of energy um, in the physical world especially because I'm moving out of this place that I've lived for seven years and in observing my dreams which we'll talk about today. Um, the dreams are super clear like they don't have obvious symbology, but if I look at all of them together, I'm shedding a massive skin and I need to rest. <laughs> and anyone who has been through moving, I'm sure you have felt similarly because it's, it's difficult. Part of this shifting um, and move is shifting my understanding of the superficial identities and characteristics that come with a location that we carry around, not even for ourselves, but for other people to understand us. So, for instance, I'm going from city girl to not city girl. And now I understand that these descriptors actually don't even matter because I know who I am, where I'm from, where I'm going. And 
wherever I am physically located actually doesn't have to define anything about me. It might make it easier for anyone else looking from the outside to do that if they choose to. But every day that goes by these days is another day that I no longer serve things that are outside of myself. So it's important that we take the time to think about all the judgments we have about who we are, who we think we are, who other people think we are, even in ways that we don't even know that we're carrying and how those things may suppress or affect the moves that we make in life. And just FYI, all of my dreams lately have a bunch of trash in it, garbage, and boxes and baggage. So it is very clear that I need to clear some things out. Aside from all that, another reason why I am absorbing a lot of information and moving a lot of energy is because this season I've actually found myself in a lot of very studious environments studying the subconscious and diving into the subconscious, unconscious, and how that all works in very different and colorful and unexpected ways. They just found found me. Um, and this includes learning how to um, help others go through a yoga nidra. And this is a practice that uh, I am sharing currently with people on an individual basis that I may open up to group classes in 2022. Um, and another way is I've been also working with dream circles and reading up on all of the sleep science, all of the indigenous practices that existed around nighttime and dreaming. And somehow after 10, 15 years of being a psychology major and studying psychology, continuously reading pop psychology books, all those things. Finally, just this past year, something clicked and I understand. <laughs> I get it. Um, I understand the subconscious. Well, yeah, I do. <laughs> I can say that. Um, and you'll get, you'll hear a little bit more from me about, about that. Um, and of course, there's always more to uncover, but I understand why it's been so kind of elusive to me, for me, for this long. Um, so yeah, on to the, today's topic. It's finally time for me to get a little bit more weird on here. And I'm going to start by asking you, did you know that you are a multi-dimensional being. So, what does that mean to you? What does multi-dimensionality mean to you? Does it mean we live in multiple parallel universes at once? Yes, it does. But another question you might have about that is, okay, are you for real? Is this a metaphor? And to that, I will say, yes, it's a metaphor, but also no, it's real. So it really depends on you and your emotional language proficiency. This concept is not 
science fiction. It's not out there, actually, when you think about it, when you feel into it. And keyword feel, because this is all about feeling, emotions. It's okay, we're all raised to be monolingual in the language of logic, so this is nothing to resist or beat ourselves up about if we don't really get the emotional language right away. Our world is all about logic and the right brain. So yeah, keep thinking about this multidimensionality concept in terms of languages. What is your fluency around accepting the statement, understanding the statement, I am a multidimensional being? Think about that for a second. Take a pause. If this translates to a yes in your gut, like yes, this is undeniably true because I feel it in my soul, then cool, that's awesome. Keep listening. On the other hand, if your brain catches on fire and there's a lot of resistance in the form of endless questions and anxiety, that's cool too and totally normal. So ask yourself or say this to yourself again, I am a multidimensional being. Take a breath. And if you can, for the remainder of this episode, as I explain what I mean, just accept that statement as a metaphor for now and leave your questions for later. So this metaphor of the multidimensional self is that it simply refers to the different versions of you. The conscious self is one dimension. The subconscious self is another dimension. The unconscious self is yet another dimension. And maybe there are more dimensions, I don't know. But think about it in these three dimensions. These multidimensional selves speak to each other, but in different languages. To me, the conscious self is all logical, very right-brained. The subconscious and unconscious selves, on the other hand, tend to speak more in emotion. And this is a thread that continued throughout a lot of my studies in art, meditation, etc. Our subconscious and unconscious selves speak to us and speak to each other with emotions, symbols, metaphors. Because symbols and metaphors are very emotional, right? This is why dreams and stories and art and vision boards are so powerful. All of these things awaken and utilize that connection, the neural link to our subconscious and unconscious. And utilizing these connections returns us to balance. So living in fluency in conversation with our inner world through this beautiful language is our true nature. It is how we are meant to be, how we are meant to live. And so when we speak these languages, we are in touch with nature as a result. So naturally, as a culture, um, over hundreds of years, we've denied the emotional language of our lives. We've sidelined art. We 
don't take metaphor and visualization seriously. It's often make, made fun of. Uh, mythology isn't real. It's all fake. Um, and this all means that we have been refusing to communicate as a collective with our multidimensionality. So for the most part, you can say we've been living as one-dimensional beings in a lot of ways. We've been li limiting ourselves to living within this one dimension of life. And most of us choose that because it's all we know. It's very familiar. And moving our energy from one dimension to another is... It's a lot of energy. Um, so, how do we open up this bridge to our subconscious and unconscious dimensions? The beautiful thing about these dimensions is that they are incredibly creative. And they really do require coming into access with your own creativity as the key. And I'm going to give you the answer that no one likes, which is that the path is different for everybody. Yes, you can be guided in certain directions, but there's no guru who can ever promise you access to your own inner world. You, this is why you are your own guru. Everybody taps in to this inner world, whether that's through playing music, cooking a delicious meal with your full attention, deciding where to walk on your afternoon stroll, simple things like that that just rewire your brain, rewire that connection to your internal self. And working artists are usually masters at connecting with this multidimensionality. And they don't even know it because they are more likely to easily accept this all as normal human nature instead of nice to have and a rare talent. But since this episode is specifically about dreaming, let me talk about dreaming as a way to bridge your subconscious and unconscious. If you've ever said, I'm not creative or I'm not an artist, please stop because if you've ever had a vivid, vivid dream, then that is a clear indication that those statements are not true. Everybody is a creative and everybody is the artist of their life. And your consciousness, if you dream, created a story to communicate with you. And that is incredible. So I once was at a dinner with very logical people. This happens a lot when someone brings up a weird topic. The topic of dreams came up and what they dreamed last night, they thought it was funny. Uh, and then I get curious, I ask, what do you think it means? What symbols stood out to you? But immediately, the response is, don't be silly. Dreams don't mean anything. They're just random images your brain comes up with to process material from your lifetime. Now, I agree with some of that. If you read any book about shamanism, you'll learn that indigenous tribes were huge dreamers. Many of them, if not all. Um, one of my dream teachers has shared that dreams were actually sacred messages from a place more real than our world. And that's a big statement. Dreams are more real than what we are actually living. But when I, what I take that to mean 
is that dreams are more real than real life because the feelings associated with dreams are real and raw. So everyone always remembers the images in the dreams, but what about the sensations that come with them that are associated with those images? They can be intense a lot of the time and feel very real because you wake up crying sometimes, sometimes you wake up extremely happy. These emotions are real, you're feeling them. Um, and when you look at emotion and isolate it, it is energy, energy in motion, which means it needs to move. And if it's being held onto in our subconscious or unconscious dimensions, dreams will be the ones to tell you to take out the trash so that you can bring in some good stuff. This is why it's real. Because working with emotions creates the life that we live. If you're angry and you don't know it, you will move very differently in the world than if you have processed anger and have gratitude for it. it especially if it's anger from childhood that you processed and let go of. The different angers provide different choices for you. So that's just one example, but dreams generally are there to get our attention. If you're someone who doesn't dream at all or doesn't remember, it may just be a world that isn't currently accessible to you at the moment, but if you practice, you may be able to access it. So just hold the intention, go to sleep, intending to have a dream, and repeat until you do. So yeah, it really is just very simple. Pay attention to your dreams. That's pretty much the message of this episode. I'm going to keep it short and simple. But the one practice I would suggest if you don't do this already, and I think most of my friends who listen to this do because you're all pretty weird like me, um, is write down your dreams. I've been writing them down for years and recently started working with dream circles, as I said, which are really amazing guided ways to interpret your dreams um, without having to Google them, because Googling is actually looking outside of yourself, looking externally for answers, which is okay. Like, I know this, and I still look up symbols at time to time, um, because there are such a thing as archetypal symbols that are common for lots of people. Um, and for lots of populations, even. Um, and I googled for years. I googled my dreams after writing them down, but then I found out about dream groups, and boom, everything became much more personal and changed. So when you connect energetically with someone else who knows you and can feel your emotions as you recall the dream, you can get a lot of interesting revelations and feedback. And much of the time... Our subconscious and unconscious is very uplifting and very encouraging. Even nightmares can have uplifting messages because those are the dreams that really want to talk to you. They really want your attention, but perhaps you aren't answering the call for whatever reason. 
Now, there is definitely a lot more science behind all of this that is really interesting, but I wanted to steer clear from the technicalities of REM and circadian rhythms and such, just for now, because in my opinion, as I've been going through all my learning, I'm understanding that my need to explain things to people is actually removing the magic of it. Feeling the magic of this mysterious inner language of dreams, for instance, the feeling is very important to becoming fluent in this language. It's one of those paradoxes of life. Um, And I have another episode about creativity as a paradox. It's that to understand, you have to let go of understanding. So I guess you could say paradox is also a characteristic of the language of the interdimensional self, which makes sense because if everything made sense, then we would just be one dimensional, right? So anyway, before I break anybody's brain, I'm going to close this episode and thus the first season of this podcast. I know this wasn't a very consistent podcast, but thank you everybody for your listening and support and for working with my inconsistencies. And um, I'll end with a suggestion. Just pay attention to your dreams, especially as we move into the night of 2021, aka the winter time. The connection to our inner selves intensifies as we hibernate this season. The energy abounds. The messages waiting within you are beautiful and wise. And remember that your soul is multidimensional. So when we emerge from this cave, we'll have even more weird interdimensional stuff to talk about. And I can't wait. So see you next year.